Welcome to Trail Mix, where Mary and Jody sort through life's fruits, sweets, and nuts. Mary Tomlinson and Jody Dreyer, who met when their paths crossed as Disney executives, are now advisors, speakers, and authors, and I'm excited to say podcasters. They can't wait to share life stories and experiences, insightful and practical takeaways, encouragement, and you can always count on full-out honesty and lots of laughs along the way. Ready for some Trail Mix? Let's mix it up with Mary and Jody. It's haunted. That's We're right. doing the scary. haunted, very scary sort of. For me, I can say with Mary, very scary with Mary. <laughs> Mary, there you go. Haunted Halloween trail mix podcast. There we go. How's that That's for good. the big intro? That's right. Things that scare you. Right. So. I'll start with one just asking you a question. Okay. Can you think back to when you were younger on any kind of Halloween where you were scared of a costume? Either like someone else that you, you know, were seeing their costume or yours or you thought, I don't, I don't ever want to do that costume. <laughs> I'm sure I was, but I cannot think of one specifically. Do you have one? Well, the reason that I that I brought it up was my older brother always wanted, you know, Chip was like, he would be the vampire, he would be the skeleton, he would be, and it wasn't that I didn't want him to do those costumes, it was that he would then sneak around the house and mm-hmm. jump out and scare me. <laughs> so I think back to those Halloweens, and since then, I just like the ones where... You know, someone carries their dog and their Dorothy and Toto. Right, or, right. you know, the right. like you try to guess who it is and it feels fun and festive versus dark exactly. and scary. Yeah, I don't like dark and scary. I can't even watch scary movies. We had our life group at our house last week and a couple of them were talking about the greatest scary movies. And I'm thinking, I can't watch those because what <laughs> right. happens is it gets in my head and I replay it for like two weeks at night as I sleep. It just gets stuck. And so I, I can't even do it. Can you watch scary movies? Well, no. And I can't even watch the like the ones where they'll do like a joke or a satire of a scary movie or the ones that are so crazy. Like when, as a little girl, you'd go to slumber parties and somebody would say, let's watch The Blob or King Kong or movies like that. I don't even, I don't do scary. I don't do blood and gore. And I'm like you, I just don't even want to put it in my head. Right. Because then once it's in there, I feel like I can't filter it out. Yeah. I think when I was probably eight or nine doing a slumber party, we watched Alfred Hitchcock, The Birds. (gasps) And it is, it is still in my head. It is still oh, of in my head. Is. So I, that's why I can't do it. I just can't. One of my babies, my um, niece first, she is so funny because she doesn't like birds. 
And on the beach, like, you know how you'll run on a beach and scare birds away? She doesn't even like to do that. And she'll duck and she'll be like, stop. And we always would tease her because when she was looking at colleges, she said, I don't want to go to one that has a bird mascot. So then we were all laughing, saying, (laughs) okay, what are all the colleges with birds? And we were coming up. That was taken to the extreme. But you know how I am. Okay, so I have to just take a pause. We've talked about this before, but you know, I was scratched by a cat when I was little. Mm -hmm. So my least favorite thing about Halloween, well, there's a couple. So scary costumes, but cats. Mm -hmm. I mean, and people then bring out their cats. So even people that Mm -hmm. normally wouldn't foist their black cats on you, all of a sudden during Halloween, it's like a thing. It's a thing. (laughs) (laughs) That's there. Well, and I'm kind of the same with dogs. So being somewhat small and short, big dogs scare me. And I was with my mom once and we were out walking and a dog jumped a fence and bit her in the bottom and she ended up in the hospital. And then another time a big dog chased David and tackled him when he was very little. And so I'm the same way with dogs. I just, there's just a fear there. And it's a bit irrational, obviously, because I know people love their dogs, but they just don't love me much. Right. Well, I was thinking a lot about this, just some of it, you know, funny, obviously we're kind of laughing about it, but then also I thought, what is it? when you're scared of something or you're afraid or so I looked up the definition of fear it was it was interesting an unpleasant emotion caused by belief that someone or something is likely to cause pain mm-hmm. or put you in danger yeah. which is interesting about like cats or dogs or or I know people that are really afraid of the dark Mm-hmm. And so I also think fear is such a control thing. So right. in the dark, you can't see. Right. So you think, okay, I can't control what's going on. So it's right. that fear of the unknown yeah. that you won't be able to control something. Yeah. Yeah. So I looked up the top 10 things that people were afraid <gasps> of. Okay, good. All right. Public speaking, number one, heights, going to the dentist, Snakes, flying, uh, spiders and insects, and I guess you could add flying spiders and insects, Uh, enclosed spaces, Um, dogs is on there, thunder and lightning is on there. Uh, roller coasters is on there. <laughs> and and then another list I saw had uh, clowns. Oh, and, I was going to say clowns yes, has to be on there. And needles and sharks and sudden loud vo- noises that startle you. So it's interesting when you look at, you know, what are the top, top things that scare people? I mean, how many of them, I mean, any of those jump out at you? Well... We'll start with the obvious clowns. I don't even understand clowns. Clowns or mimes or people that, again, are like jumping out at you or like they get in your face. It's like clowns at the circus. I was better, well, just in general, we've talked about this on one of our podcasts, but the circus never worked for me Mm -hmm. on so many levels. You know, Mm -hmm. I was going to get trampled by the elephant, the trapeze, people were going to fall. 
the clown would jump out and I mean they're just I don't yeah. I don't know. I mean I, I just find it face. so ironic with a clown. You know, its purpose in life is to bring joy and laughter and a smile to a face. And I don't know what happened in the actual transition of that <laughs> to where, you know, there's a lot of people that I know that are just very fearful of clowns. And then I think a lot of them, the scary movies take advantage of that. And then they make the clown the most evil looking thing ever. But it's just ironic to me that something that was intended to bring a smile <laughs> brings fear. Right, right. Well, and it's also like you put on there, you know, fear of enclosed places, claustrophobia mm-hmm. and those kinds of, and again, it's, I can't get out control or even to take that one step further thinking of growing up, like when people would sit on you and tickle you, yeah, you know, oh, it's yeah. that, like, I know people that are really yeah. scared of that, but then right. let's flip it though for a minute, because when you think of scary things like that, do you know people that also are super into it? Like I knew somebody not well, so I never really got to the bottom of it, but who loved clowns. Interesting. I mean, really loved the whole clown Mm -hmm. thing. Yeah. And just the, what you're saying that it's this twist on, you can make someone happy by this silliness of it all. And if they're really silly clowns, sort of get into it a little bit, but (laughs) even like we were talking about dark. So my mom loves the dark. Mm -hmm. She loves to sit in the dark or, Mm -hmm. or John, if a storm rolls in, Mm -hmm. he loves to sit there in the Mm -hmm. dark and watch Watch lightning and thunder. I'm the one like hiding under the (laughs) pillow, like saying, make it stop. You know, but it is interesting because I think when you pull that back, you know, and get a little deeper on it. Like I've always heard that through the darkness, you can see the light better. So if you want to see a storm and the lightning kind of come Mm -hmm. across, you know, people talk about as it moves across water or something, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um, you do see it, see light better, the darker it is. So if you're scared of something, you think, hold it up to the light, you know, put it under light, try to put light on it to see what's really happening while you're scared of it. So it is kind of interesting to flip it. Yeah. And it's interesting that you talk about dark because I looked up what age do you develop fear? (gasps) And it says, uh, when you are two to five years old and your initial fears are dark, strangers, monsters, going to the doctor, and some animals, different animals. And they say, as you age, logic helps you to overcome those initial fears. The other thing I saw that I thought was kind of interesting that says, the older you get, you also then older, older, like our age and older, I mean, 60s, 70s, 80s. Uh, you have a greater sense of vulnerability, so you also then increase some fears. Um, you know, fears about health problems, immobility, chronic pain, financial insecurity. So it's so interesting to me that we kind of bookend this human life with a series of fears. And I think at both end, two to five, and 
60s, 70s, 80s, there is a vulnerability aspect um, that increases our fears. So I, I just thought that was interesting as we think about what are we afraid of, that it happens, you know, it, it starts and it ends, and then throughout our lives, based on um, circumstances that we encounter, we develop some scary fears. Right. But have you found, though, the older you get, the good news, at least, I'll say, you know, that I've found, is I will admit it, and fears that are more the kind we're talking about, you know, where, like, for instance, I don't like the haunted house mirrors, house of mirrors, where you feel trapped in it. Mm -hmm. So now, I just don't do them anymore. Yes. Now, if I was with you know, one of the little babies that was like, take me in the haunted I would do it. Mm-hmm. But just like you're saying, you don't really enjoy a scary movie. Right. So no, now, you just don't like, do it. why torture yourself? No, no. Whereas growing uh-uh. up, right. you know, you were at the slumber party and it's like, we're going to watch this movie yeah. and yeah. you do it. Yeah. And now you're saying, you know, you can still shut your eyes and think of it. Mm-hmm. Well, I do think there's a freedom And sort of laughing at yourself and saying, like, I'm really scared of cats. But then I do think it's interesting that life's irony, like we had this funny thing um, happen a couple of weeks ago where there was a neighborhood cat that got loose. Mm -hmm. And it turns out somehow it got into our attic. (laughs) Well, we thought it was a raccoon. And, you know, because we've had some different issues with my husband being the animal whisperer that he is. We're Mm -hmm. always having some kind of animal issue. So all of a sudden we were like, what is that noise? Well, long story short, you know, we ended up figuring out how to see what was happening and we caught this cat and it was a black, Ah! creepiest looking cat. Perfect for Halloween. Well, exactly. And we were laughing and we were saying of all people, like, wouldn't it be perfect that I end up with the black cat (laughs) caught in the attic. <laughs> were your neighbors but, so happy? Oh, yeah. That was what was so funny. Like, their kids were devastated. They put up pictures all over the neighborhood looking for spooky, you know, Aww. if you find them, blah, blah, that blah. That was the name? Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, we laughed so hard because everybody was like, well, of course, Jody." Well, and then the people that know me really well and know I can't stand cats, um, we're calling going, did you try to trap that cat and think you were going to do something evil to it? And I was like, okay, no, I'm not that mean to right. the neighborhood, you know, kids. But anyway, it was just very funny. And then one of our um, babies, our nephew, uh, Brian and Amanda, they, it's so funny because they rescue, she works at a mm-hmm. place, yes. a vet's office, and they rescue these cats. Well, at any given time, they then try to get them adopted and they get them fixed and all the different stuff. Yeah. And um, so at any different, you know, various times, they'll have like 20 little baby cats in their house or something. And they'll yeah. tease me when we go to Cincinnati, like, do you want to come over? And I'm like, uh, <laughs> thanks, no. <laughs> so it is funny that you yes. know these things about yourself and yes. then you feel like they kind of through your life have these interesting threads. Absolutely. I, it reminds me of that, uh, uh, quote by Mark Twain that says, courage is resistance to fear, mastery of fear, not absence of fear. 
So it's kind of pushing through. I mean, even, you know, having to do what you did with this cat in the ceiling and go, okay, how are we going to do this? Um, <laughs> it, I think that's interesting. And the other thing I think is fascinating is that in the Bible, the words fear not are mentioned or, or do not, do not be afraid. One of those two is mentioned 365 times, one for every day. How interesting is that? Because I think we as human beings with our frailty and vulnerabilities and whatever, um, get afraid a lot. So I am encouraged that, you know, God saw fit to say, do not fear uh, or don't be afraid one once for every day of the year. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and to go back to, you know, what do I believe? So the things you are afraid of, the unknown control things, how does belief sort of overcome that and knowing truth that, you know, okay. That's right. (laughs) Not necessarily knowing what the future holds, but knowing who holds Holds the the future. future. (laughs) I saw something in uh, psychology today today that says, what are the 10 fears that hold people back? All right, oh. from moving forward. And I thought the list was interesting. The 10 fears that hold people back are change or fear of change, loneliness, failure, rejection, uncertainty, the belief that something bad will happen, uh, getting hurt physically or emotionally, being judged by people, a uh, sense of inadequacy, or a loss of freedom. So when those th- those fears start to kind of pile up, then it holds us back from moving forward. There's a great quote by Mandy Hale that says, it's okay to be scared. Being scared means you're about to do something really brave. All right. But we have to overcome the being scared of to do it, you know, whether for you it's to pet a cat or for me it's to pet a dog. Um, it's to say, okay, I, I, I acknowledge this fear in my life. I mean, I think the public speaking one is so interesting because that's like the number one fear of people. I've, I've seen quotes that say people would fear public speaking more than they fear death. All right. That's, that's (laughs) how awful it is. Yes. That's how awful it is. But it is that, all right, how am I going to overcome that? Move forward, get over the fears that hold me back, Mm -hmm. uh, to be able to move forward. Which is interesting, Mary, because when you think about, let's say the biggest steps forward in your life, either career or just Mm -hmm. when you look back and go, wow, when I really, my life changed the most, you know, positively, you did have to overcome fear, some Mm -hmm. kind of fear. So fear of like, I'm going to stay right where I am and maybe not move, or I'm going to not take this new job because I'm afraid what happens if I don't like it, or I don't right. do a good job, or it's not what I think, or right. those kinds of things. You do have to push through that fear and find the courage to try it, or you will stay in that place. Right, right. Yeah, th- th- I saw something that said, you know, how do you push yourself to do something scary? And there were two things they said. They said, one, break it down into steps. 
Okay, baby steps. And then think about the scary consequences of not taking action. And this was so funny because a friend of mine uh, recently called me and she was having to buy a car. And she's um, a single that gal. Would, that would strike fear. She's yeah. She's a single gal, and this is a very intimidating, scary process. And she said, "You got, you have to talk me through it." So we talk through. Okay, you know, you have to do your research and know your stuff going in there. Take someone with you. So she she eventually took her sister. Um, have an agreement between the two of you. Um, if you're starting to get overwhelmed, it's maybe kind of you know bump her knee or something to say, okay, that's my that's my uh, signal. I'm getting overwhelmed, and be ready to walk away. And it was just thinking through because you know her other car was breaking down, so the consequences of not doing this were pretty bad. Um, but it really was helping her break it down into steps, right. But forcing her to do something really scary for her because she had done it before uh, her last car and she felt like she really, really got taken advantage of. So that added to her fear. But it, it, is, it was this issue of, okay, I, I have to kind of plan my steps and kind of push myself to be brave. And she did and she got the car and she's very happy with it. But there was a moment there that just kind of paralyzed her because she was just afraid of the process. Which is kind of, I mean, obviously we've talked about, you know, from the silly, okay, I'm fearful of, you know, clowns or something, (laughs) to the bigger life, you know, this is immobilizing me in my life where I can't move forward. And, but when you think about all of them, you know, it is, you know, ultimate fears that we have and also taking, you know, one step at a time and not projecting something, you know, it's like, just to look at the ridiculous, but like the clown and then this, and then it will lead to death. Well, it's like, what? Like, how did you get there? But sometimes we'll take this Mm -hmm. fear that's not even like an irrational fear, but all of a sudden we take it so far and we obsess about it that Mm -hmm. it takes over your life to where you can't move forward. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, how do you one step at a time and I found too, back to the darkness, put it under the light. And I can do that sometimes by praying about it or I'll, you know, read some scripture that really speaks to, you know, just God is in control, (laughs) you know, and we don't have to worry about, you know, the ultimate taken to the extreme, you know, my life is over, you know, again, who holds the future? (laughs) Like this, you know, this will be fine. Yeah. We can let our mind kind of go nuts. There was a quote that didn't have an author, but it said, I literally have to remind myself all the time that being afraid of things going wrong isn't the way to make things go right. So I can create this whole horrible uh, scenario, you know, between, you know, a clown and a dog and a scary movie, you know, and take it to the extreme of where my brain has gone. And that's not going to make it go right. I think it is getting back to, okay, what do I know to be true? Um, You know, God's brought me through a lot of scary times in my life when I did not see a way out. 
So he'll didn't do it again. Didn't see the lightness in the dark. Yes. <laughs> he'll do it again. He will, he will definitely right. do it again. So yes, as we um, celebrate Halloween, it's really fun to, to think about the things that scare us and how we can overcome them, how we know who we are, and that um, bring, you know, as you say, bring the light. Um, so grab a, just a comforting blanket, wrap, your, uh, wrap yourself up, grab some trail mix. And the great thing is because it's Halloween, we can definitely have some chocolate. So don't forget the chocolate or the popcorn. You can find all of our Trail Mix episodes wherever you listen to podcasts. We would love you to rate and give us a review. And follow us on social media, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Look for Trail Mix Pod with a picture of Trail Mix. To learn more about us, check out our new website, trailmixpod.com. It was great to have you. Thanks for listening to Trail Mix, sorting through life's fruits, sweets, and nuts. Keep mixing it up. And remember, life is nuts. So don't forget the chocolate or the popcorn. Mm-hmm.